Quixie 98.3. Adam here. I've got Mike McNutt. How's it going, Mike? Going excellent, Adam. How are you doing today, brother? I'm okay. And, you know, normally when we talk together, we're talking about some animals that need new forever homes. But there's a lot of other things that go on at the animal shelter that are not necessarily just the cats and dogs. And uh, that's why I wanted to talk with you today and see if we can find out some of the other kind of exciting stuff that's going on at the shelter and uh, in the different ways that people can help. Well, you know, we brought a vet on staff. Um, and of course, we knew there would be certain challenges with that. Um, had no clue of how much it would impact our live release rate. Uh, for our fiscal year, we're currently sitting at 97% live release. Now, a lot of people, what I don't think they understand is we get animals in almost daily that have injuries, sickness, um, different type of health issues. Um, and to maintain that 97% takes a lot of different things that we weren't used to having in the shelter when we brought the vet on. A lot of different uh, drugs, uh, casting material, uh, different things uh, that that we, I guess, maybe we sort of took for granted uh, to a certain extent that we would, how much we would need them. Um, we currently have at least 10 or 15 animals on treatment here every day. So some of those are shelter animals. Some of those are return to field cats. Um, but the bottom line is they are animals entrusted to us that we have to get well before we can save. Well, sure. And I think if I remember correctly, um, this was a couple of years back. You had that dog that was hit by a vehicle, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, we have that, we have that all the time. We have animals attacked by other animals. Um, we, uh, I mean, I had an officer the other day that had to go into a, and it's, it's been a couple months ago, actually, when I say this, but he had to go into one of the local streams to get a dog who was nothing was wrong with the dog. It was just terrified. Mm. And this man actually dove in and waist deep to get this dog. He was soaking wet. He was freezing, but he saved the animal. And, you know, I don't think people realize that, uh, that these officers, cause most of the time when you see them, it's because your dog has been doing something wrong. So we're there to tell you, look, it's your responsibility. You got to keep it up, but that's not all that these guys do. I, I work with some of the most caring and wonderful people that you could ever hope to be around. And, on a daily basis, you know, I get to see the the beautiful way that they care for these animals. Um, and that's why we, after realizing that we, we can bring the vet in, we can do these things and we, but what it takes is more money in our medical line item than what we were used to having. And of course, I figure that makes sense to everybody. That part keeps going up and up and up as we budget, just because we are saving these animals. You know, we get these animals in that basically, if nobody removes their eyeball, they will get infected and it will kill them. Well, we are doing that stuff. We are saving these animals. We are casting the broken legs. We are removing the, the legs that are too damaged to fix. Um, we had a cat that came in that had an injury under his arm. And it he's been here with us for eight months now because every time we get it just right, he rips it back open and it's due to the nature of where it's located. Uh, now, of course, he's we we daily check him. He gets wrapped two times a day, every day. But uh, I don't think people realize the manpower and the medicine that goes into that. And that's why we started an online uh, forum for donations. This would strictly go to help the animals of Hardin County Animal Care and Control. Um, you can reach it on our website, hcky.org. 
uh, go under departments and then go to animal control and then go to our page and it will lead you to where you can leave a monetary donation to help care for the animals here. And all that money goes directly, directly to the shelter for the care of the animals in some form or fashion. Um, we, you know, to keep, to maintain what we're doing, it's going to take more money and, you know, we could use the help of the community. You know, we have great partners. We have focus. We have forever friends for paws. We have uh, Paul's Shelter Foundation, we're, we're truly blessed to have all these wonderful partners in Hardin County. Uh, we're blessed to have some of the most talented veterinarians in the community you could ever hope for. Um, and But with that being said, we're, we're trying to save the animals that really don't have anybody that, that care for them right yet. And in order for us to get to where we can adopt them to somebody that will care for them, we got to get them healthy first. Sure. Now, uh, the the live release rate being in the nineties, 97, like that. Um, if, if you all didn't have a, a veterinarian on uh, on staff, would these animals be sent somewhere else or would they likely be euthanized? Most likely they would be euthanized. The majority would, we would not be able to save them on the level that we're saving. We would pick and choose a few, but to take them somewhere else is more of a, financial strap on on us and even on the groups that help us focus on the other ones we recently received a donation from country critters veterinary clinic from dr julie stewart of an x-ray machine now up until this point you know we've had to turn to one of the other groups mainly being focused to get us x-rays when we have an animal with a broke leg or something well now we have the machine, but getting the room to put it in and getting the other things that goes along with it takes money. Um, and that's one of the other things that we're hoping to get going here soon. And we'll be able to, you know, take x-rays, not only of our own animals, but we're trying to help the different rescue groups in the community and in the county surrounding us because veterinary care is a, is a, it's in high demand right now. Um, and you know, being able to get into a vet at the level that some of the rescues need to, you know, they can't do that. There's not a veterinarian focus to do just rescue work. So what we're attempting to do is try and help, help not only Hardin County, because that's of course the most important County to me, but we're also trying to reach out and trying to help the other counties. If we can help a little bit with their animals and just overall bring elevate Kentucky to a higher level of animal care than what it's ever been before. That's, actually my hope um to see before i retire um is to see kentucky elevated to uh, a level equal to the rest of the states you know we're considered one of the worst states for animal cruelty it's not because there's not people in the field that care it's filled with people that care it's filled with highly qualified very professional people uh the problem of it is the laws and the, the lack of funding for animal control in several different you know areas several different counties so um, that's why, you know, I, I, we're doing this is to see if we can't spur on some giving to that, uh, online donation form, um, and maybe help us get the x-ray machine up and running, maybe, you know, help us save a, a life basically. Sure. So, uh, I think probably you can speak to this, that here in Hardin County, the shelter's in a unique position with an onsite a vet, veterinarian and with the potential of the x-ray machine. Uh, that's kind of unheard of in this area, isn't it? It's ne never before happened in this area. I don't know of any other animal control that has an x-ray machine other than Louisville. Mm -hmm. And they recently just got theirs. Um, and it was, you know, I think they have 
so many million dollar facility, um, and which is great. I'm, I'm very happy for them. Um, and hopefully we can get ours up and running and we can do just as much good in our neck of the woods as, as what they're doing up there. Sure. And I, I think the reason why I wanted to, to kind of point that out is, is the money that's donated is going to these programs. It's going to the, uh, the live release cat program. It's going to the x-ray machine. It's going to the on-site veterinarian. It's going to the animal care. So, um, you know, before, uh, before the new donation page, you had focus. So how does the donation differ than focus? Um, focus has their, has their own mission and they are the ones that are funding the return to field program, uh, for the public and for, uh, for Hardin County. I mean, I don't mean to make it out like it's just for the public. They're, what they're doing saves lives for the shelter. It saves lives for everybody. Um, but they have a mission and they have certain things that they are making sure of and they're doing a fantastic job at what they're doing in all areas uh this donation line is you know basically we've always accepted donations at the shelter but with covid and the challenges challenges that it brought to us we haven't been able to have people and people have not been coming in to do their donating at the door like we typically see uh, that's why we wanted to make it a little bit easier for those that are out there that they can, if they want to donate, they don't have to come in and do it. They can do it simply over their computer or maybe even by their phone. Yeah. Yeah. Remove those barriers, make it as easy as possible. So, um, again, we, we've talked about, you go to the HCKY website and you can donate there. Um, I know that you've talked about kind of in the future, maybe being a platform to feature some of the, the special stories that those donations have gone to help. That's the plan, right? Yes, we are working on that currently. We have so many wonderful stories, um, but finding the right person to, you know, I'm, I'm not a very, I'm not a Facebooky guy. Um, I think it's kind of obvious as I, I don't have a Facebook page, but uh, finding the right person to help write those stories and the right pictures, because we don't want to do any type of shock appeal, but people need to know that we have, uh, recently had a dog that came in with an embedded collar. So basically uh, somebody put a collar on the dog, the dog grew around the collar and we had to surgically remove it. And then we had to fix that problem for the dog before we could ever adopt it out. And I do, I've got some wonderful pictures of the day that that dog came in, the officer that brought it in, uh, Officer Shane Carpenter, uh, I walk back there and because we all we're, we're such a tight knit group here, we know when something bad's coming in and pretty much it's a, a family affair almost, if you would, when we have these problems and I walk back and, uh, he had the dog up on the table and the vet was working on it and he was face to face with the dog doing everything he could to make the dog comfortable. And it was obvious to me that whatever the dog was feeling that the officer was feeling it as well. Um, and it was beautiful. And I, I took a couple pictures of it. Um, and I take pictures like that, just of the the care that the kittens are getting on a daily basis. When, you know, um, one of the kennel techs, uh, Heather Alberts, she was in there cleaning and I just stopped by and I said, Hey, do you mind if I have to take a couple pictures? And, and um, it's amazing these people that I work with and the, the care that they show for the animals. Um, and, it's amazing to me that um, their dedication, I mean, this is one department who in the county who keep their people for the longest amount of time. I mean, we have 12 and 14 and 16 year employees here, which says a lot, I think, uh, not only for the dedication of those people, uh, but also for the county um, and the way that these people 
feel about the county, feel about the county's animals, feel about the community in general. I mean, it's just, I'm blessed that I get to come here every day. Uh, I actually told somebody that this morning, um, that just knowing that I got to come in and work with this group of people on the ride into work. You know, I live in Louisville. I have to drive 50 minutes to get here. Uh, and on the ride into work, that's what I was thinking about was my day and the thought of the people I get to work with and the animals and, and the community I get to serve. And, and I had a complete sense of pride and satisfaction that I don't think I could get anywhere else. Sure. It's a very special community. And I think it's important to highlight the stories like the the dog with the collar because it, the donations that are being made on the donation page, they're going to help animals like that in situations where otherwise they would be euthanized. So I yes. think that's why it's important that, that we get this information out. So again, I know we talked about it uh, twice now, but go ahead and give people the information on how they can donate one more time. Well, um, I think you have it up on Quixie's webpage, mm-hmm. uh, but you can also go to HCKY, it's for Hardin County, Kentucky, dot org, um, and go under the, the department headings and go to animal control. And once you get to our page, you can scroll down. You will find the online application there and a way to make a donation. And, um, you know, if before you donate to one of the big national groups, donate to somewhere where you can actually see your money at work. And, um, you know, I've got the stories to share. I've got the proof. The proof is in the numbers. We're at 97 percent right now. Um, you know, there are animals that come in that are so far gone, there's nothing we can do and actually maybe euthanasia is a kindness. And I know you have to be in this field to understand that, but there are some animals that we, that we cannot save them all, uh, merely because the damage that was already done before we got to them is so bad that we, we can't, we can't turn back time. Yeah. And Mike, and I think, I think it would be good for us to revisit this in the future and maybe talk about some of the the stories that have uh, that those donations have been able to to make successes. If if you think that that's a good thing, I'd love to do it in the future. Yes, I think that's a great idea, and I think um, if I can get some stuff posted that uh, let the people see the actual work that's going on, and that's what the plan is. I'm working on it. It's just a it's a growing process. You know, everything since I've been here has been. Um, a total whirlwind of, of compassion and, uh, and, a, and a total venture of love, if you ask me, uh, for, from a community that was ready for change. I remember when we started the Return to Field program being told, oh, that's never going to work here. This community has not only accepted it, they've come out and made it a huge success. Absolutely. Well, Mike, as always, I want to thank you for your time this afternoon. Um, you can find out about the donations, about any of the services that the, the animal shelter has. It's all on their website, hcky.org.